All right. Hello and welcome to So Baseball. This is the first Kev cast of the 2022 season. Kevin and I run down all six divisions, the new playoff formats, and our predictions for each, and the wild card, of course. So enjoy the show. So baseball. Kevin. Hello. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm uh good. I'm on the couch. Got good. I just watched Roma uh play Salernitana. Um they came back from one nil down to score two goals in the final ten minutes to take the take the win, which was thrilling. Where was the game played? Roma. Oh nice. Olympico. Nice. Very nice place. Yeah. Good place to be. Oh yeah. I mean, I've only been there twice, but um, both times, incredible. I was only there for a road game that they were shown on the big screen, so that was <laughs> that was fun. That's amazing. Quarantina. yeah. And I it thought was, they it only was... did that in college basketball. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Well, it was a weird day because I think for some reason the game had to be played on a Monday. There was some something that delayed the game, so it was even weirder because it was Coppa Italia, right, or something? No, or... no, no, no. It was a regular season match. There was just some. Something made the game not being done on the Sunday. It was just a kind of a, a weird. Right. Um, there was some. I, I don't know if it was like a weather thing or some sort of scheduling or or maybe. Oh, you know what it was? I think I think there was like a power outage in Florence, and so they didn't do the game on the Sunday, and then they were able to play it on the Monday or something. There was some mm. some weird thing. So they said, "Hey, everyone, come out to the stadium." You know, like on a Monday afternoon. And uh, it was fantastic. Of course, I got off at the wrong bus stop at first and ended up at the uh, rugby stadium. But that was a different story. Oh, boy. Yeah. But I made my um, way. I got there. So, well, but, now that we've touched on uh, soccer, let's get on to the business at hand. We yeah, haven't we, been able to... We haven't been able to get in touch with you for several weeks. You've been uh, very busy with work. And then I had a busy week. Yeah. I, I had a trial. You were sequestered. Uh, I was sequestered. <laughs> In Century City. Um, wow. So, so in that time, the baseball season has begun, and we have yeah. yet to speak about it. So, but that's a, um, I actually, I think it's a cool thing because I think it's like it really tests you with your selections. Like I wrote my selections down before the season started, and did now, you change any of your selections? Not yet, but I can still do it as an audible on this this uh, wonderful podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, but, but, but it gives you a little bit of an inkling into where we are. Cause just for everyone listening, we're recording this on Sunday morning, uh, you know, uh, April 10th. So there's some games have already been played and there's some games being played right as we speak. So every team has played at least one game. Has any game team not played two games? Every team has played at least two games. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure if there was something I missed. The Yankees and Red Sox have played two games. Yeah. The Giants have played two games. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. How are the teams, Giants doing Some teams so have played. Well, the Giants are, are, are playing competitive baseball, and, and that's good to go. But I don't want to – I don't want to – I'd rather start with our predictions so we can, we can go from there. And within those predictions, we can, we can touch on individual teams. But I don't want to start with the NL West. Now, okay. That. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners who don't follow this um, day in and day out, 
Yeah. The the playoff format, we should discuss the playoff yes. format changes before we get into predictions because Correct. I will also ask you to predict the wild card teams and right. we should explain the new playoff format before we talk yes. about wild card teams. There and any other rules that apply because there are a few other major changes going on this year um that uh, that will affect a lots parts of of the teams and games. So um, yeah, go ahead. Why don't we start with the playoffs? Because that's a really okay. big thing. So in each league, American and national, they have added one more um, one more playoff team. And you're probably thinking to yourself, well, so what? That doesn't it doesn't matter uh, what they just probably uh, add one more and then they just play some games. Well, no, they're doing something now in baseball that is um, very uh, big, for lack of a better word, in that. Um, they're emulating the first round bye, which has not been done in baseball before. Um, you know, the, they've had the one game wild card playoff, which essentially gives all the, the teams who are not playing in that game a bye of sorts. But in this, in this playoff format, the new format, the top two divisional teams will sit out the first round. And the, um, next two teams will play against the wild card teams in a three game series. Is that correct? Correct. So if six teams make it, um, per, per league, they have to get that down to four so that they can have an ALDS. Yeah, it's it's a little strange because you basically have just to put it in you have three division winners in each league and you have three wild card teams in each right. league, right? Right. So if if you were to play it out like they did during the 2020 shortened season, you would have had you know, three playoff games in each league to start this the the playoffs. But they've decided that as you stated, the top two division winners best record division winners um, uh, will get a buy. They, right. they, they don't get, the, they don't have to play the, uh, the other teams, the wild card round Correct. game series, yeah. which is a little weird because baseball generally is not, um, it's not good to not to be playing. That's yeah. And, and we also know from history that teams that are, playing very well at the end of the season and get into the playoffs do very well. And those are the teams that are really fighting for a spot, you know, to get in. There. You come in with some momentum. Right. Um, the, the, the exception last year with the giants and Dodgers, I think they just, they just, they, I think they used a lot of their gas against each other. So, mm-hmm. cause they played well the whole season, obviously to get 106 and 107 wins. Um, you, that's a lot of, grinding baseball right so well we talked about this um yeah in in, in our dodgers pitcher episode of, right. uh, at the end of last year uh kevin's deep dive episode where we said the giants even though the giants didn't manage to get past the dodgers um they sort of mortally wounded the dodgers to where they they fell apart in the next round or the dodgers mortally wounded themselves but either way um you know that that that's that season and that series were so intense and down to the wire that the Dodgers just didn't have anything left in the tank 
Yeah, and they they had some pitching issues starting, and then they I think they made them worse by choices, right? Like decisions, which we went into. But the interesting thing in this format that we're looking at now, the Dodgers would have been would now be the number four team in this thing because they wouldn't have won a division, uh, so they don't get a buy. Uh, because you have to win a division to get a buy. So the, the top two teams winning divisions don't play. The Dodgers would not be the number three seed because they would uh, that would go to the third division winner, and then they would be the fourth seed. Now, the question I have, which I haven't seen written anywhere, and I was going to ask you, Ross, if you have, what's the home and away situation for those wild card games? Are I think they- it's all played at one it- stadium. That's what I that's what I was thinking too, which I hope is the case because that that takes away that gives an extra advantage also to that to that that team that obviously won a division and the team that's the second best record right. uh, that didn't win a division, right? Their best record that didn't win a division is the best way of putting it. So um because they other they could have better like the Dodgers, they could have better records than the teams that would won division. So um yeah, well, if that's the case, I think that's good. But it is going to be weird because I do think, I think if you're really shrewd and really good at your your lining up your starting pitching, depending on how you have to end the season to win to get in or not win to get in, your number one starter could potentially start game one of the wild card and start game one of the vision series. But we'll 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 have much more to talk about that in yeah. October. But. Um, so but there um, we go. That lays the line that now we've got to pick three division winners and we have to pick three wild card winners right. for each. And each this league. is a shout out also to our other so baseball hosts who I'm hoping to get together on Monday. That's tomorrow. Um, and I'll ask you guys when I speak to you separately um, for your th- uh, division winners, all six divisions plus three wild card teams from each league. So be ready with your 12 total teams for when, for when we start up. So to quote the title of this podcast, um, do you want to start with the American league East? Um, yeah, let's start with the American league East. And then we'll end with the NL. Um, we'll do it that I way. think this is going to be one of the hardest divisions to pick. Um, I, I've had the benefit of seeing my new Yankees lineup in action looking amazing um all the all the kind of will they or won't they on on uh, correa and trevor story has led people to think like the yankees didn't put a good team together they they shipped gary sanchez and gio urshela away and uh brought in donaldson they re-signed rizzo um the yankees have a really balanced squad right now um and they're looking great uh, I think I think these pieces work. Donaldson, if he can stay healthy at the top of the lineup, wow. And uh, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, you know, I don't know if he's that big of an upgraded shortstop from from Glaber, but um, I guess the Yankees seem to think he is. He hasn't. He had an incredible spring training with the bat, but he hasn't exactly torn it up. Maybe the pressure is a lot. You know, Yankee Stadium opening day, like. I'm sure he's going to get his knocks and, and in, ingratiate himself to the, to the Yankee stadium faithful, but uh, he hasn't quite done that yet. But Josh Donaldson sure has with his, his walk-off 
um, walk off hit on the opening day and Rizzo with two home runs so far. Stanton just continues to mash. I mean, the, the Yankees are red hot and uh, it's going to be hard for me to pick against them, even though Toronto has just vastly improved their team and uh, they're, they're their favorites in most people's eyes, but I, I'm going to go with Yankees. So you're going to Yankees and who's your number two pick? Toronto. And your number three? Wait, what? No, no, no. I'm going to give my American League wild cards. No, we do wild we cards. Do the, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm talking just let's. Oh, let's just start. how does the division fit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's oh, do I see. Okay. Yeah. So Yankees, Toronto, Boston, Tampa, Baltimore. That's my pick. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I am, I am in a lot of agreement with you about the Yankees. I really think, and and this is my big overall arching thing for when I came into thinking about who's going to win and who's not going to win is is pressure and expectations, right? Um, there is a lot of expectations being put on the Blue Jays. The Blue yeah. Jays are picked. If you look across like national picking things, when, you know, right, sports writers, a lot of people are picking the Blue Jays across the board and they're picking them to go to the World Series as well. So they've got them like penciled all the way down. I, I, I'm so... I really think that the, there's too much pressure on a young team if they're so favored to win. Now, mm. conversely, the Yankees, I don't think have a lot of pressure on them. I think I think a lot of that's been kind of released um, by their standards. Yes, yeah, um, you know, exactly. the Yankees always have a ton of pressure, but by right. by but, Yankee standards, it's uh, relatively, you know kind of your standard expectations right and that's a sh- extremely strong division i mean we'll get into that later but so i think that the yankees are going to win it i really do and i think i think it's just and i think the the rizzo and donaldson factor if donaldson doesn't become a a whatever um uh, but maybe he is that whatever maybe he is that lightning rod that can take all the bol- the bs mm-hmm. and just kind of diffuse it we already saw him kind of get in cole's ear there in one game we were watching mm-hmm. he was like chirping in his ear about something yeah and uh we're not quite sure but maybe it was about illegal substances um <laughs> and no, it wasn't well that's what someone was saying but um he was saying something like hey what's what's it like not to be able to cheat this year um but anyway so you, I just really think I, I like the Yankees. I like their makeup. Um, I think, you know, we mean you talked about this the other day. I think Gary Sanchez, we all love Gary Sanchez. We think the world of him, but I think it, too much. Again, that was too much pressure. There was always expectations, you know, on him and he so was never, never going to li- li- live up to those expectations. So I go with the Yankees. <laughs> I think they'll, I think they'll, win which i agree is is the toughest division um talent wise i do think the blue jays will play extremely well i think they'll have an amazing fun season i think they'll come in second place in the east i think the rays will come in third um and then the red Sox, and then the orioles and as me and you have discussed um also with sasha was that uh it's there's a lot to do. The Orioles have a lot to say about this division because whoever does the best against the Orioles have a good chance of winning the division. It's last well, year. I think everyone's going to feast on the Orioles, but right. You know. 
But last year, the Rays were 18-1 and one against the Orioles. <laughs> I mean, the Rays are kind of the sleeping giant, right? Because they've yeah. done it year in and year out. Yeah. Um, they have a system. Nobody else has their secret sauce. No. Um, except for maybe the Giants. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We'll get, we'll if, get there, but we'll, we'll get, there. get there. But anyway, I think we've got the ALEs down. We, me and you agree on almost everything except for third place. You've got the Red Sox, and I've got the Rays. And yeah, but otherwise, I think you've got enough guys playing for contracts this year. I mean, I've watched every minute of the the two Yankees games so far. I did go back and watch uh-huh. the game that I had to miss while I was working. Um, the Red Sox are just so freaking damn good. They've yeah. just got talent. Talented every position. There's really no holes in that lineup unless you count Jackie Bradley Jr. Like even when freaking Christian Vasquez comes up, you're like, this guy could hurt us. Like, um, it's just a goddamn good team. Uh, Dahlbeck has been cold thus far. He's got um, you know, minor leaguers uh looking to looking to take his position. We talked about Tristan Casas. Um, you know, fighting for a place in the major league squad, but they're going to give Dahlbeck a chance first. So um, it's like the Red Sox, you, you just look at the lineup, right? Like uh, Devers and JD Martinez and Bogarts and Verdugo and, and just like, God damn, this team can hit. Yeah, know? they they can, but I just, I just think that, um, I think it's just one of those things that it's just, it, you know, I just don't, I, I think their pitching is not going to keep them in the game as, as long. But again, yeah. again, finishing, if, if I'm picking them to finish fourth in AL East, I mean, that's not, that's not saying they're having a bad year. It's just, that's a super tough division too. So. Right. Um, no, I, I mean, I think it's a, you know, it's a coin flip. Um, yeah. And I, I'm just sort of hoping and also trying to find a way that the, the Rays, the Rays magic unravels a little bit. I I don't know that it will happen, but I'm hoping yeah. that it will happen. <laughs> it, there's a chance, but we'll, we shall see. Now let's move on to the AL Central. Let's do it. And the AL Central, I'll, I'll start this time. We'll kind of flip back and forth if you're okay with that. Uh, the AL Central, I think, is the hardest one to pick a winner. And I know that's kind of controversial because everyone just thinks the White Sox are going to run away with it. And uh, because they're they're the big boy in the room, so to speak. Um, yeah. But I just think competitively, I I think that division is a lot more balanced than people want to give it credit. And I'm not so I'm not so, so sold on the White Sox again, because my whole theme this year is expectations and everyone putting the pressure on someone because they're going to win it. They're anointed. The winner ever again. That White Sox team is picked by almost everyone to win that division. Um, They've got the most talent, but they also are constantly getting injured. Moncada's on the DL. Giolito's going on the DL. Um, it's just like it's it's kind of like an injury factory. Um, you know, they're just like a hot mess, so to speak. Um, yeah, I, I, and... I think, and I think they'll play well. I just don't think they're going to run away with it because they got to play these other teams in their division. And the and other teams are trying now. I mean, yes. Detroit is going for it big time. They've brought in Javi Baez and some other free agents. Cleveland, we don't know if they're going for it. They did lock up some of their some of their players. They gave Jose Ramirez um, an extension. They gave Miles Straw an extension. They, they've got the pitching to get it done. So Cleveland are going to be tough. 
Um, Kansas City seems like they're all in. Uh, they brought yep. Bobby Witt Jr. up, their their number one prospect to start the season. And Minnesota's out here signing Carlos Correa. So That's all right. five teams are arguably trying. Nobody's Correct. really tanking. No one's trying to tank. And so here's my picks. I'm going to go with the Twins to win it. It's kind of a sleeper. Wow. Twins wow. are going to. Yeah, because you've got it. You got to have some sleeper picks in there because otherwise baseball is just boring if everyone does what they're supposed to. Okay. So I'm going with the Twins. I'm going with the White Sox in second. Mm. Um, and then I'm going to go with the Tigers. I think the Tigers are one of the most improved teams. And I'm Definitely. almost I almost could flop the Tigers with the Twins if you imagine that. But but I cuz I don't see the White Sox winning it just cuz of this pressure thing. Yeah. Um, but I do think the Tigers are going to be very competitive late. Then I'm going to go with the Royals. Uh, I actually had, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to go with the Royals for number number four. Um, I, I like their energy. I like their youth. I think mm-hmm. Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be so much fun to watch all year. That play he made uh, yesterday uh, with the ball hit down the line and the throw home. I don't know if you caught that replay. I didn't see that one. Check that out. He's like, he's like dives. He dives to the ball and he's falling and he just bounces the ball like to home and Sal Perez grabs it and makes the tag. Wow. Just, Great baseball. So yeah, and um, I, I just think that they they're going to be fun, and and they and they've got Salvi Perez, who's you know, I mean, he had an amazing season last year. He probably won't replicate that, but you've got some, you know, he's a great veteran on that team to help with the young players, and I I just think their energy will be will yeah be so good, and I think the Guardians, I think you know Cleveland, I think they're they're uh, if any team is in more transition, I know they they signed up some players and whatnot, but. I still think they're in a little bit more of a transition than the other teams um, on many levels. Um, yeah. And some of their pitching is um, some of their pitch. I mean, their pitching is always good. Um, and they've got, they've got a stable of guys. Um, we'll have to wait and see what's up with Shane Bieber. I um, He did not look like the same guy in his outing. His velocity was down. Yeah. And um, you know, but they've got all these same, these same weapons, uh, Plesak, Savali, Tristan McKenzie, like um, you know, Cleveland's rotation is going to always give them a chance to win. Um, and then the question is, yeah. do they hit enough? Yeah, so, I mean, exactly. And it's a tough one. I mean, you could, you could, like I said, there's a lot of changeable Charlies in this division because the factor is just, will they have that run or that kind of that spirit and will they be able right. to maintain it? And, I just, I just get my thing is I think the Tigers, I, I there's something I love about that Tiger team. I think I, I would, like I said, I would almost pick them, but I, you know, my 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 balance is like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to go there. But I, I think the Twins are ready for a really big bounce back. I think they still have a lot of the talent they had two years ago um, that did well for them. Well, it's all about if Byron Buxton can stay healthy because he's. Yeah been tearing it up in spring training and he's healthy to start the season. So let's see if he can get it done. And Correa is going to knock him in. So um, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll um, see what Correa brings to that team energy wise. Um, yeah. You know, Houston was kind of his playground and now he's stepping into a new, a new situation to see if he can kind of assert himself right away. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But, that's, um, that's a good point. I mean, we don't know, you know, he's been kind of protected within the Astros environment on many levels. And uh, we'll see how 
how that translates to communication with other players and teams yeah. and fans and all that kind of stuff. So well, I'll give you my picks. Um, yeah. I'm going to go White Sox despite all that we said, all the sure. pressure. I think um, their talent is just um, on another level from the rest of the division. Mm-hmm. And they have the depth to get it done. I like the move for AJ Pollock. So, and, and obviously their bullpen is the best in the game. So I'm going to go White Sox and then I'm going to go Detroit. Okay. I think Detroit's like like young pitchers are actually better than Kansas City's young pitchers. I really like Tariq Skubal for the Tigers. So I think the Tigers have a little bit of edge on starting pitching over Kansas City. Um, You know, Kansas City has their, their crew of second and third year guys who they're hoping will find, find the next level. So I'm going to go Detroit. I'm sorry. White Sox, Detroit, Kansas City, Minnesota, Cleveland. All right. Yeah, that and you know, like I said, there's some there's some movement, and I I I can't agree more with you about the Tigers. I, I think also AJ Hinch as a manager is is a yeah. He's a, he's a he's a star. Um, and I think actually that division has some great managers. So um, we'll we'll see how that plays out. But uh, no, th- those are all good picks. I can't. Uh, there's no Thank argument. You. Like I said, that division is 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 what it is. I kind of went with the Twins over the White Sox just because I wanted to pick somebody that's not hmm. okay with the world. Let's um, keep it moving. Let's yeah, keep it moving. Where, where are you with North? the AL West? You, you well, you go first. Okay. Um, so you you know I'm really into momentum. I like I like yeah. teams that are improving. I like teams that feel like. Uh, they are trying and teams that are building. So of course my eyes turn towards Seattle. Seattle have been improving for the past two or three years with uh, little to no results. They have still haven't made the playoffs, but last year they became, they came within a game or two of making the wild card. I think it came down to the last day and uh, they, they lost Kyle Seeger who retired, but they brought in a ton of new talent. Um, they uh, they promoted um, Jason Rodriguez, who's their like number one number one prospect. Um, um, their number one prospect from the farm system. Um, did I say Jason Rodriguez? I think you did. You still there? Ross Julio Rodriguez my bad um they they the Mariners did something that is a very telltale sign um which is bringing up your number one prospect for to to start the season not doing the the uh you know the keep them down in the minors for a couple weeks to get another year right you know so Julio Rodriguez, opening day, boom, he's on the team. So that means that they've got like all this freaking talent. Um, we'll still have to see what becomes of Jared Kellenick if he can try to put it together like he like he did in the last few weeks of last season. Mm-hmm. He really struggled when he came up. So um, and then of course they bring in Robbie Ray, the Cy Young winner. Right. Um, 
so they're they're making commitments to their farm system, their their prospects, bringing them up and and moving them to the major league club, and then they're also making commitments by bringing in free agents. So, um, so that tells me that Seattle are serious. Um, Houston, they still have kind of that that winning chemistry. They're kind of a team that's past its peak, but is still very dangerous. Um, yeah, people. People can remember they went to the World Series last year. So, um, you know, they're still a, t- a hard team to beat. And their pitching is actually really good. Yeah. So looking at the Angels, another team that's really, really trying with mixed results. Uh, their pitching has just always crapped out on them. And the injury bug has bitten them. So uh, Syndergaard looked good the other night. He did. And... Um, you know, maybe there's some hope for the Angels. Trout stays healthy. Otani does his thing. So, you know, I, I I think the Angels will do better than they did last year. And they have a hell of a lineup when you go, you know, you, you start with Otani mm-hmm. and then Trout and Jared Walsh, Rendon. Um, it's just, you know, it's a really intimidating first five or six guys. Joe Adele has been yeah. hitting, hitting the ball really well in spring. Um, it's off to kind of a slow start. Dave, David Fletcher is one of the most underrated players and he gets a lot of, he does get some credit on some, but he is, he's a, he's one of those guys that just is hundred percent, you know, more than hundred percent usually. So. Um, yeah. So I'm going to see the angels tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'll, I'll report back on the team. Who are they playing? Uh, the Marlins. Oh, oh, right. Marlins coming down. Okay. Yeah. Here. So they're going to hit the five south. So, and... so I, without going to, I mean, then there's the Rangers and A's. Now, what? So, what? How do you? How do you? What's your picks? Are those the picks? Um, going, yeah, I don't think te- Texas have spent money, but I don't think they've spent it wisely. Yeah. So I think they're going to finish fourth. Um, I think Oakland will finish last. So okay. I'm going Seattle, Houston. Angels, Texas, Oakland. Nice. So I'm. I agree with what you say about the Mariners. Although I'm. I'm just not. I don't think they're there yet. That's my my take. As yeah, think, they feel I like a team that's one year. It's a year. Yeah, away. I think they'll be competitive the whole year, but I think they'll trail off. I think. I think they'll. They. They'll. They won't have enough. I think the Astros. Unfortunately, I'm not an Astro fan. Um, I do think though that they have the best like just games, you know, people who are in the game. I mean, they've they've got a lot of experience in playoffs and stuff like that. So yeah. So I mean, I don't think any other team has as much experience. Um, no. Maybe, maybe the Dodgers or the Yankees. The Dodgers, yeah. Yeah, but the Astros go have gone deeper, right? They've been right. three World no, Series or something. I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> so you've got the the Astros. Um, and I, I, so I'm going to pick them to win the division. I just think they're going to do, I think the angels will be second. I think they'll, they'll trout and Otani and then will finally get, get something going. I, I really don't have much faith in that, but I, I have to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I okay. really think that, I really think this is their last shot too. I think, what? no, I do. Because I think like if, if they can't win with this lineup uh, that they have, you know, they, they have, two superstars uh, and, and quite a few stars. Rendon is one of the 
you know, almost superstar, but not quite. He's a star though um, in their lineup. And, and if you can't win with that, like, I don't, I just, I feel like the angels have a curse on them um, Maybe. for some reason, but I, I do think this is their, you know, they, they've put the money in there and they've, they've supposedly got the players, they got things going, they got some starting pitching. Um, I think they're going the six man rotation um we'll we'll see how that all works out but i do think this mm-hmm. is their their last chance if they don't do it then i think something's going to get sh- shooken up and um i don't know what that is but something has to happen because that are you talking about trading trout trout might or no more joe madden i mean if he can't win yeah this year um otani is otani signed through anything or is he kind of like i think he's got like a year kind of thing or has to be refreshed or something and who knows where he goes i don't think he's like in a walk year or anything i don't think so either but i think he's not long term you know what i mean so so they'll have to decide what they're doing there but it's just a it's a weird franchise like yeah they haven't been in the playoffs since what 2014 and they, and they lost three in a row to the Royals in that. So right. that's a long time. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to be competitive this year. And that's why I put the Mariners third, because I think, I think, like I said, I think they're going to have a really good season, uh, but I think they're going to have some ups and downs. And I think the downs will be more on the later part of the year than on the early part. And then they'll just kind of cruise in there. The Rangers, I think is actually going to be one of the most improved teams in the, in the league. Um, uh, if they weren't in that division with the three teams I just mentioned, I would pick them higher. Um, but I just don't think they're ready there. And again, the A's are just going to get, they're going to be fodder. I think I, I, you know, never count the A's down though, because they do have magic over there. In I know, Bay. but now they don't have Bob Melvin. They don't have Bob Melvin. I mean, they have a new manager. Um, and I, I, I just think they're in that. They just got rid of all the players that had any sort of, uh, but listen to this. Yeah. This, if you look at roster resource, the Rangers rotation is Dane Dunning, Spencer Howard, Taylor Hearn, Martin Perez. They don't list a fifth starter, but obviously that's John Gray. Um, yeah. Uh, that's not very good. I mean, it's not names that are, you know, jumping off the page. Um, but if you look at Seattle's rotation, yeah. You've got. Robbie Ray, Logan Gilbert, Marco Gonzalez, Chris Flexen, Matt Brash. I mean, that is five really good pitchers. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think the, I think the Rangers are going to do something. Um, because they're, Oh, I just think because they, they have something, um, you know, they got the new stadium. They they picked up a couple of players. Corey Seager is a huge addition, addition and Marcus uh, Semyon is a Yeah, huge... no doubt. Those guys are both great. And, I just don't and, think it's enough. No, I don't think so either. That's why I'm picking them fourth. <laughs> okay, so we're both picking them fourth. Yeah, exactly. It's just you're putting Seattle third and I'm putting Seattle first. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then okay. everything falls there. I mean, we both have the A's in the end, and I think the A's potentially become the Orioles of that division, meaning right. that the other teams, whoever, because it's really interesting. Like, I did this little kind of thing, and I have to double-check it, but I think every team that won their division had the best record against the last-place team in their division. 
Well, that would tend to make sense, right? It wouldn't make uh. sense, but but it's it's an interesting tell because that means that the last place team helps decide who wins the division. So if they play, if you if the last place team plays more competitive against you, uh, there's a chance that you're not getting enough wins to beat out that other team. So it's 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 an interesting little little side thing. Uh, mm. The Ra- like I said, the Rays were 18 and one against the Orioles. 18. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a big number. Um, I just don't think I, and this is kind of a sidebar here because you yeah. send me texts all week long saying these guys did this against them last year. And yeah. these guys did them against this last year. And I, while I think it's interesting and I think it actually is a determinative factor, I don't think it's predictive. I don't think you can say, Oh, the Rays beat up on the Orioles. That's why they won the division and they're going to do it again. No, like, no. What I don't I, think what it I'm has saying... any sort of premonition or predictiveness well, that... on how it how they're going to play each other this year. Because but that's, the but... teams are changed up so much. But that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you pick your your team that you think is the worst team in that division this year. You pick the team that you think is going to be the best team in that division. For a team to win a division, they need to dominate the worst team in that division. That's what. That's so. It's. I, what I'm saying yeah. is I'm using the numbers from last year to show that that was true, that that if you dominate the team, the worst team in your division, you have a better chance of winning. Your but division. it's not always the worst team in the division. If you recall, the Giants put a hurt down on the Padres last year and the Padres actually played the Dodgers kind of tough, especially in the beginning of the season. Yeah, but they so didn't. It wasn't, what? They didn't in the end. The Padres had a really bad record. Yeah, the Padres the rolled over to everyone and, in the end. But so but, but they were but, still the third place team. But what so, I'm saying is, if you look, if you look at the, let's just take the Giants and Dodgers versus the Rockies and Diamondbacks. The Giants did better against those two teams than the Dodgers did, by a few games, and that was, and they won by one game. So that's my point: is that if you don't dominate on the worst teams in your division you have a harder time to win the division because those are interdivision. Those are the same teams that the team that you're playing in the division is playing. So by it's, it's a long roundabout way of saying you got to win the games you're supposed to win. Exactly. But, but even more so in the division because you play it. Let's take, take the Rays For example, they won hundred games last year, right? That seems so right. So almost 20% of their wins was against the Orioles. That's huge. 20% yeah. of your wins against one team. Almost a fifth of your wins are against one team. That's amazing. Yeah. So the Orioles they, pretty much handed the Rays the it, division. Exactly. And I go back, I go way back. I go back to 1993, Giants, Braves, Western Division, when there was an expansion team in Colorado. Right. They did not beat the Braves once that year. The Giants beat the Rockies, I think, lost to the Rockies like two times. Right. And the Giants lost the division by two games. So even And that's why Atlanta finished the season 104 wins and the Giants had 103 wins. Exactly. And so you're just saying if the Rockies could win, have won two games, then the Giants would have won. You see what I'm saying? So it's... It, it, it's interesting how that that because that those are huge percentages within with this unbalanced schedule uh, because everything else kind of washes out the rest of the league the inter inter league thing uh, they can wash out you, there are numbers to look at though especially the the uh, the inter league but Padres um, lost 101 games that season 
Yeah. Yeah. How many of the Rockies lose? They lost a hundred. I don't know. I already closed else. the window. Anyway, All right. Let's get on so, to the uh, wild card so teams for the AL and then we will correct. move on to the NL. All right. So my Who's wild card three? teams, my wild card teams are Toronto, Detroit, Houston. Whoa. Detroit. That is, that's amazing. That's a big, that's a huge statement. Isn't it? Why? That I didn't pick the Red Sox to get that second wild you, card out of the AL East? The Yeah, the Red Sox or any of the teams from the Cinch, or would you did take Detroit? But I mean, that's, you're not, you know, you're. Yeah, I took one team from each division. You muscled out the Angels. I, you didn't get the Angels. I, yeah, I muscled out the Angels. I muscled out the Red Sox. I think it's going to be one team from each division will get a wild card berth. Wow. Okay. Um, and yeah, the Detroit's probably not going to win as many games as the Red Sox. I know I'm being stupid, but I figure Sauce is going to be listening to this podcast at some point. Yeah, I mean, you you really you're going. You, you know, you picked them third, but you don't want to give them a chance. Look. <laughs> but anyway, here's my three. I'm agreeing with you. I'm going to go with with three from each, uh, one from each division. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. I'm going to go with the White Sox because remember I picked the Twins to win, and I'm going to go with the Angels because I picked nice. the Astros. So love that. Okay. So we'll we'll see like how that, that all. Plays so if the out. Angels make the playoffs in any capacity, then you get that point. Right. Right. Yeah. And I I think. And if I, the uh, if the Mariners make the playoffs at all. I get a point. Correct. Yeah. And then I got, I got the, the, my biggest, boldest pick is the twins winning the central. Obviously that's just, but that's, that's just a biggest, boldest. That's my, uh, that's my AL. Like, you know, like, Hey, things can't, everything can't end up the way that everyone says they're going to end up. Cause that's boring. If you look at a lot of the national people, what they picked it, they're almost all the same. They're almost all the same. Yeah. So now we're moving into the NL, which is my favorite. Oh, Let's who go you, to the wait, NL. Wait a second. Who do you think is going to win the AL? Uh, wow. I'm going to pressure. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I a wasn't big prepared one. to do this. I know, but that's a big one. I'll go Yankees. Let's do it. You know, Last what? year, potentially last year with Aaron Judge. Let's do it. I'm going Yankees too. Okay. I'm with um, you. I'm with you. Okay. We're gonna be, we'll be sitting there and... and uh, we'll be shaking our cans and we'll doing be our in, thing. In Anaheim. <laughs> In some round. Um, oh, that'll be fun. Okay. All right. So, so now, in the NL East, um, I hate to, I hate to go chalk one. here, but um, tough one. And maybe this isn't exactly the definition of chalk, but the team that has started the season three and zero, who has spent the most money, the New York Mets look freaking unstoppable, even yeah. with their pitching woes of. Yeah. Using Scherzer for short term and potentially Degrom long term, I still think the Mets are going to run away with it. And and what is the? I'm going to jump in here with you because that's also my first pick. And what the the big factor for me is second season for Francisco Lindor. No. Uh, Chris Bassett as a number no. three starter. No. Um. Bullpen? Nope. New manager? Yes. Joe Walter? Yes. <laughs> Me and you have been talking about Buck for a very long time as he's been out of the game. 
Yeah. And, and we both loved his, his appearances on television and what he had to say and how he said it. He never, you knew he was coming back because he never said anything that would, that could be, you know, kind of yeah. used against him later. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there was something that came up. I forget exactly what it was, but he refused to go down that road of say, accusing someone. You're right. No, he was, he was angling for another managerial shot and yeah. he got it with the Mets. And I love and, it because he's he, managed in New York before yep. he's old school, but he could, he can also take on the new school. And That's right. so, yeah, the Mets are going to Mets. All right. And, who's you your know, second? Who's, who's going, who's in second for you? Philly. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Yeah. So much offense. And, uh, I think the Braves are, I think the Braves are going to have a world series hangover. So I'm going to pick the Phillies to just get that last bit of, uh, I think this is their year to, to get in there for Harper and like, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, they've, they've made some moves that they've got some talent, some, some younger talent. Um, and you know, everybody's pulling for Bryson Stott to win the shortstop or third base job. And, you know, they, they brought over what's his face. Um, my guy, Schwarby. Mm-hmm. So they've got, yeah. the, they've got the hitters. Um, they have hopefully enough pitching and it looks like, um, it looks like, you know, Philly, Philly are going to compete. So I, I, I'm going to pick them second, then Atlanta, okay. and then, then Atlanta, the then Miami, then the Nats. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm I'm going with the the Mets, and I I do agree. I, I you know I'm not. Uh, I just think that I think Buck brings a lot to that team. I think he he'll help control all those personalities. I think he'll help control New York media. Like you said, he's been there, done that before. That's where he he kind of got his his feet wet in so many ways. Um, he's managed a lot of different players over the years. Um, I think he's stayed in the game enough. I don't think he's like the old guy coming in with the old rules. I think he's, he's the old guy uh, who understands the new rules. You know what I mean? And, and Mm -hmm. I think he can, he can get these guys to perform. And I think they're going to look to him because I think that's what that Mets team needs. Uh, I'm glad they got rid of, uh, they didn't sign Baez. I think he was. No, he was, that was not a good mix. No, I I think he's going to do great in Detroit. Yeah, because um, but, he's going to be the new emotional leader of the team. Exactly. He's got think they don't need that with the Mets. The Mets need Alfonso and these other guys just to feel like they're doing Alonso. the right thing. Or excuse me, Alonso, yeah. yeah. Um Alfonso Alonso. Alfonso. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, I I love the the setup of the the Mets team. Polar Bear. Um so I like the Mets. I like the Phil uh, I like the Braves second. I think the Braves um Although I just saw a picture of their World Series ring, and that almost made me pick them fifth. Um, <laughs> did you see that thing? By the yeah, way? I actually you... had to. I had to switch over to the Reds broadcast because the Braves ring was so gross. Did, and they, did you see that it it opens? It should open. That's where you put your cocaine. Whoa, hold on. No, have you seen how it opens? Seriously, it opens, and there's a replica of the ballpark inside. With lights. That's kind of sweet. It's, but it's, it's like, whoa, you know, anyway. No, I love that. I love that. Because I saw the outside. Does a light go on? 
Yeah, I think like the lights of the little stadium go on. Oh, like, that's was, so sick. Yeah, I love it looked, that. It looked it looked insane. Like anyway, but um, I was kind of joking there. But so I picked the Braves second, and I think I think I think that they they had a weird year. I mean, they were barely over five hundred, and they won the World Series. So, um, but I agree. Yeah, yeah there could a be a bit of a hangover, but but I think I think if they get. Um, Acuna back, they will uh, they will be in a good thing. You're Losing right. Freddie Freeman, yeah, but I, I I still think I think pitching and I think overall will keep them in the hunt. The Phillies, I you know I I I was hard. I mean I like them and I I but I just think I don't know. I just think there's something that lacking there. There's some some weird again like expectation kind of thing and pressure and all that, that I just think uh, they don't, they don't have the right makeup for it, but I could be wrong. I mean, those first three teams, although the Mets, I think are a step above those three um, in in that three, but you know, I don't think you would either be surprised if the Braves or Phillies flop position, or if one of them could pull it out. You know, I think there's, there's there, that's really three competitive teams. Um, and the Marlins, who I just got to watch the last two days uh, intently, played the right. Challenge. I really, th- I think they're, I think they, I think they have a lot of really good talent, a lot of players who aren't known. Um, I think that they, they're, they're in the game. They, they're really, um, they got a lot of agility. Uh, I, I, there's something about them I like. I, I see them as kind of like some some form of one of those raised teams in the past. I, I do think Don Manley is, is a really good manager now. Like I think he, he's managing without a lot of stars, a lot of superstars. Yeah. And I think, I think his game strategy, I'd mentioned to you earlier in the text, they do a lot of shifts. They do shifts inside of shifts. Mm. Um, I saw there was like, Oh, it's a two strike shift. Oh, it's the, you know, whatever shift. Um, I did like that the Giants bunted a couple times on their shift to kind of keep them in check. And they actually changed their shift from day one to day two for Brandon Belt because of that. Um, so I, I just, I, I just think their team is, uh, you know, they're very competitive. They played the Giants really tight last year. All the games were really competitive, right. I think. And um, the Giant, the Mariner, the, the Marlins do more, with less. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think, I think it's part of their whole, their whole thing too, is that no one respects them. You know, it's kind of the, so I think they're going to go in and they're going to put up a really good fight against these three teams. And I do think, you know, the three top teams in that division. And I think there'll be a, there'll be a player in who wins that division because I think they can, they can really compete against some of those teams early last year. They didn't, you got to remember, Hey, let's not forget. The Marlins made the playoffs, didn't they, in 2020 in the shortened yeah, season? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's not that these guys, you know, it's not outside their, you know, they're not totally outside looking. They have good pitching. Yeah. And oh, they no. have a good core yeah. of players. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I like the Marlins. As you know, I have a soft spot for the Marlins. Yeah. Um, But I don't think they're going to overtake the big three. But no, they'll I, compete. I don't think, I th- exactly. I think they're, they're, I think they're a great team to watch baseball with because – I like I said, you know, Don Manningly when he was a Dodger manager, he was a bit over his head on some things, and okay. and part of that had to do with just the way the Dodgers were structured. Um, and I think he, 
I really I like watching his post game interviews. I saw a couple of them the last two days. His strategy, his his anal- analysis of the game that he just managed uh, was is is pretty cool. He's in the game. He know you know he knows the game very well. It's actually kind of fun to watch him manage. And and there's uh, you know there's less and less managers like that. So uh, I I really. I think that's that's a cool point. And then the Nationals, I think, are just overwhelmed talent wise. They have, the, but they have the best player in the National League. I think. Uh, right. I think Juan Soto is the best player. Um, I think watching him play, uh, he's he's must see. You you stop what yeah. you're doing and you watch every single every every at single at bat pitch. Is every pitch. Yeah. Every pitch. He's in every pitch. Um, but they kind of suck, um, even with Nelson yeah. Cruz. So. Yeah, it's, um, his season though. His season. I'm going to give this to to you older listeners. His season is going to be like that Andre Dawson season with the Cubs way back when in the late '80s, where Andre Dawson had a monster season with a last place Cubs team. And I think um, I think Juan Soto is going to have like just an amazing year. So I'm uh, sure so you're that, right. That's our that's our NL East. I'm sure you're right. So. I think we're in agreement on a lot of stuff there. So that's, yeah, that's, a, that's okay. all right. NL central. Why don't you go first? I'm going to go first. Um, who, this is another tough one, actually. Uh, this is because, uh, I think the, I think the brewers and Cardinals are a step above the rest. Um, I think the Cardinals though, are just a little old. And I think, I think part of that oldness will catch up a with little them. old. A mid-season. Yeah. A lot old. Well, I, well, I just be nice. I'm old, so there you go. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Brewers, though. I think again, Brewers and, and they've got our, our mystery guy in there, DH, right? Isn't what's his name there, DH? Mystery or, guy? Yeah, what's his name? Kutch. Oh yeah. So that's he's right. on Kutch he's is on, there. He's on that team. I, that's I know you're right. That's a little bit of leadership for them because they've yeah. been sort of uh, adrift. Yeah, and I think it, it takes a little bit of pressure, voice pressure off of Yelich and people like that. Who, who hopefully Yelich has had a very strange last. He's got to figure. Season. He's got to stay healthy and, and yeah. uh, figure it out. Otherwise, he, he's going to the Cody. Uh, he's on yeah. the Cody track, which is not I a good know. track. Oh, Belly struck out. We'll Belly struck out last night um, with. You know, potential game tying, whatever. Yeah, we'll get and... there. We'll get there. We're gonna get <laughs> okay, there. Okay. We're gonna get there. But so anyway, so just the so I'm going Brewers uh, over the Cardinals because I think that's the 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 fight there, right? Cardinals Brewers. Um, I think it's gonna be a great fight, but I think the Cardinals are gonna uh, age is gonna catch up with them on on a few levels, and but it's gonna be great. I'm so happy Pools is back with the Cardinals, and I, you know, if there's gonna be a NLDH rule. Uh, him being on the Cardinals is enough reason to to support right. the age. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like that's cool. You know, I know that's, that's great for baseball. That's seeing him in a Cardinal uniform, man. That's so much better than Dodger blue or Angel, whatever color that is. Um, and here's my here's one of my other sleeper picks. Number three, I'm going with the Pirates. <laughs> Pirates. I'm going Pirates. I think the Pirates have that youth thing going on, and I think it's going to sneak up on a bunch of people. Maybe, maybe you never know. And I, 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 you know, I love the Pirates as an organization. Mm. Um, I think that they're 
they are, you know, they're one of the all-time class, you know, kind of historical. They're an original eight, you know, that whole thing. So, yeah, um, I, I, I love the. I love the pirates. So um, okay. I, I, see, I see a lot of affinity. The pirates and the giants have a lot of things in common in terms of, of certain things. So I'm going with the pirates uh, for number three. Amazingly. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they'll do it. Then the Cubs are going to come in four Cubs have dumped a lot of things. I know they're, they won their first couple of games, but I'm trying not to have that factor into my, my picks. And then I'm going with the reds last. I think the reds are just, Oh man, I think they they dumped all their good players um, for the most part, and they still have Joey Votto. So um, I think the Reds are going to finish fifth. And what right. you say? Well, I think we're going. You and I are going to differ a lot on this one. Oh, good. That's what I'm um, looking for. Because I think, um, despite their best efforts, the um, Reds have actually weathered this. Um, <laughs> roster roster cleanse and um come out of this looking actually pretty damn good um yeah okay i'm with you we uh, know um we know that they had this mega trade with the mariners yeah uh sending uh winker yeah and suarez and somebody else over there yeah um would they get i forget a but, um, to be made the name later, I think is what they mean. But if you look at the Reds lineup, right? Yeah. They platoon a little bit. Yeah. They've got power. Yeah. They had this sneaky little signing of Tommy Pham. Yeah. Um, so you got the rookie of the year, Jonathan India leading <laughs> off. Um, Tyler Naquin uh, platooning with Aristides Aquino. Both of those guys can mash. Okay. Then Tommy Pham. Joey Votto, a yeah. great catcher, Tyler Stevenson. Nick Senzel is finally hit, hit healthy and hitting the ball. Mustakas is now their third baseman. Um, so you've got essentially one of the worst defenses in baseball. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, but they can hit, and they've been playing the Braves tight all weekend. And, um, you know, they, they're doing their best to spoil the, the Braves' uh, you know, World Series celebration party. Uh, the Reds are up five to one right now. Um, so I think the Reds. The Do you think they win the division? No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I think the Cardinals are going to win the division. Oh, really? Okay. Um, so but I think disagree. the Reds are going to come second. Whoa, and... that's a huge. That's a that's that's a big pick. I, I'm with you on a lot of what you said, but I just think that also they play in a bandbox, and I think that's going to hurt them because I think other teams are going to come in there and feast on them. Yeah, no, they're going to lose some games like 10 to 2. But they're also going to win a lot of close games. And um, I don't know if... Um, so, so does that mean you're picking the Brewers third? Um, no. Oh. Picking the Cubs third. Whoa! You're really going up. <laughs> this is... Are you still on the couch? I think <laughs> I'm on the couch. You need a, I think you need a, a an Arnold. Palmer. I need an IV. You um, need an Arnold Palmer since it's a master's day. You need to have a little look, lemonade and a little iced tea. Maybe they can be in separate glasses, but you can mix the Arnold Palmer in your mouth kind of thing. But I think you've gone off the, the rails. The Brewers are a house of cards and Whoa. they can collapse. Okay. Health wise, 
Hitting give, wise, slumps. Give the two best starting pitchers in the league. They do, and <laughs> and you know those guys are going to continue to do what they do. So you're picking them fifth, is what you're saying. I'm picking them fourth. Fourth, okay. Let me pencil. Yeah, I'm and writing. This, I'm writing. I've been writing these downs, by the way. Okay, good. Thank you. Because last I have year not we been. last year we couldn't follow. We were like, what did we pick? Because we had to go back and listen. So <laughs> this year I, I I got my index cards out if I'm going full. Okay. Well, to all of our listeners. So who's last? Um, email or tweet at us your picks at so baseball. So but we're not done yet. We still got another division. Don't, don't go crazy. Oh, I'm just saying. While I think of it, I'm reminding our listeners. Yeah, because you're our, obviously obviously you think that you're losing losing it on the fumes here by picking the Cardinals, the Reds, the Cubs, Brewers, and then you're going to pick my secret pick, the Pirates, last. Picking the Pirates last. Sorry. How can you um, do I that? think they're just a couple of years away. Um, the, the, you know, bless their hearts, the Pirates are trying, yeah, even though they, they put trying. they sent O'Neill Cruz down to the minors to start the season, which made me very angry, but um, they, are, they are trying, and I, it's good to see. There's really only the only teams in that are really are not trying, yeah, are the uh, the A's and the Orioles, and both of those teams. You know, I yeah. think that ba- uh, Baltimore right. and Pittsburgh have um, prospects that are heading. You know, Adley Rushman and um, when um, when Adley Rushman comes up to the Orioles, whenever that is. I mean, that's going to change. He could be there like Buster Posey. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, no. It, 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 I I think you're right, and I think I think part of this whole lockout thing, just to keep that in in perspective of why we're here in April 10th talking about baseball predictions, um, is is that I think the lockout kind of cast a shadow on the the tank or spotlight on the tanking aspect of the game, and I think it. It uh, because there's that's one of the big debates is like, hey, these teams that are getting all this money for being in the luxury tax and all that business. um, I think people are kind of like, hey, you can't do that anymore. You got to spend some of that money. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's the like we said that um, the big market teams are actually in some ways more closely aligned with the players than they are with the cheap small right. market team. Right. I don't mean to say small market because obviously the Bay Area is a huge place. Yeah, and if the A's wanted to spend money, they could do it. They have they, a yeah, dingy I, old ballpark. I know that. Yeah, but, but that dingy old ballpark, I was just talking to someone yesterday about that, an old A's fan. I go, look, in the late 80s and early 90s, um, they packed that place. They They were getting a lot of fans. So there's a fan base there. There is they, a fan base there. They've just squirreled. They've just kind of screwed it over post uh, Haas. Yeah, the A's are um, kind of a disgrace. And there's a lot um, of money because in they, that. The, the owner of that team has a lot of money, but all the owners have a lot of money. Not all of them. Some of them don't. There's a few that don't. Red's owner doesn't have a lot of money. I mean, the Rockies. <laughs> compared, I mean, look at the Rockies. Jumping ahead, the Rockies yeah. are bringing in freaking Chris Bryant. Man, it's like. What the heck are you doing? We'll get there. All um, right. So, so, because uh, we're going to have fun with the NL West. Um, <laughs> so, I'm okay. So, you got Cards, Reds, Cubs, Brave, uh, Brewers, uh, Pirates. I got Cards, Reds, Cubs, Brewers, Pirates. And I got Brewers, Cards, Pirates, Cubs, Reds. Oh, boy. So, we're, yeah, that's our, that's our biggest, uh, biggest, uh, not an agreement. I mean, 
My first is your fourth. <laughs> and my yeah. last is your second. Oh, man, that's that's great. Yeah, I know. I so we that. really disagree. Love that. Um, yeah, it's fun times. All right. So um, now okay, NL West. Special division. Everybody's can... favorite. Yeah. The, the three-headed monster are, is the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres. Three yeah. teams that are just incredibly good. Yeah. Um, and have all the pieces in place. Um, the biggest storyline um, for the Giants is losing Buster Posey, he who retired. Yeah. So that that's going to be huge for them, trying to figure out how to replace that leadership. But they've still got Belt, Craw, and you know they they've got they've got some of their vets from their championship years still on board. And um, when Longoria comes back, they've got him as well. Um, San Diego kind of a dumpster fire at all times uh failed trades rumored trades trying to move hosmer can't move hosmer uh, you know uh it's kind of like this it's kind of like this um family like uh Tyler Stevenson goes yard i'm telling you these reds can hit um it's kind of like one of these um dysfunctional families uh, and I think the Padres are just going to have to tread water until Tatis comes back. And then if they do do well before Tatis comes back, then how do they kind of re re uh, adjust what, how to fit him back in to the mm -hmm. team? Does he play outfield? Yeah. If CJ Abrams is playing a hot shortstop, what do they tell Tatis? Okay. You're the left fielder now. Like, well, they got, they got DH to so the D the DH that we haven't talked about in the NL is, is that big, yeah, factor. but Luke Voigt's their DH. I know, but they can the DH gives a lot of uh leeway on on many fronts uh in the end. For NFL. sure. And Luke Voigt can play some first base. Correct. Um when they trade Hosmer. So as you know, I live in Dodgerland. I hear about the Dodgers all the time. Yeah. I watch the Dodger magazine TV show on Sportsnet LA. You know, like I, I'm inundated with Dodger. You're opinions. a fan of Joe Davis. Love Joe Davis, their announcer. I do like their manager. Um, I think he's a cool guy. And uh, I wish him the best. Dave Roberts. Um, but he, 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 he lose his job? Is he doing something else now? <laughs> so, is he managing um, a different place? I I don't hate the Dodgers as probably as much as I should. Um, just because I'm so familiar with them. And like, yes, there wow. are players on that team that I dislike. But there's also players on that team that I do like. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I'm going to be going to a lot more Dodgers games this year than I am my beloved Padres, just based on geography. Right. So um, I'm just going to be very familiar with the the, uh, the Dodgers this year. And then the Giants, I'm interested, but um, and I love their broadcasters. So I, I do flip the Giants on a lot, but um, yeah. I don't find their team particularly compelling on a nightly basis, but all the platooning, mm. all the platooning has me sort of, uh, um, you can, the team can feel a little bit faceless at times. Right. Because, yeah. um, you're like, who is, who is this again? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Wilmer Flores or whatever. Like, so, um, I think, and then the Rockies are just sort of constantly on the struggle bus. And then um, the D-backs um, haven't quite put the pieces together. So I'm going to go 
Yeah, what's your order? Padres, Dodgers, Giants, Rockies, D-backs. Giants, Rockies. Okay, so the one thing we agree upon is last uh, fourth, uh, fourth and fifth. Okay. So let's talk about one, two, three, though, because I think one, two, three is the deal. Um, okay. Okay, I'm picking the Giants. <laughs> and no Big surprise. surprise. <laughs> no surprise. There. Big but surprise. The, but the reason why I'm picking them is it, there's a couple of factors. Yes, they lost Buster Posey, but the player that you didn't mention who they actually gained, who I think will down the stretch is going to really help them on many fronts, is Jock Peterson. And okay. I think putting Jock Peterson in there, a guy who happens to have won the last two World two Series. World series um, and he comes from that Dodger organization and, and uh, he got his first, first Giants hit yesterday. I was there, I saw it in the nice. And he, and he was part of a double play. Um, but so, so I think that's, that's a factor. But I think, mm. I think the thing about the Giants that um, it, it exactly to your reason why you aren't as interested in them is they, and we talked about this before, they are not a fantasy team like to anyone's you know you can't you can't like we were talking when you were doing your draft like when was the first giant drafted on a fantasy team probably late in the in the picture right like maybe logan webb or someone like that got drafted well yeah the pit the starting pitching is different because they're still they still use their starting pitchers like most other teams right but um yeah it's like and and the thing i was going to say about the giants and why they are that way with the platoons and everything the Giants will not lose a game because they weren't prepared. They are, this is the th- part that I, you know, and I come from Bruce Bochy era, who also, that guy would not lose a playoff game uh, because he was so prepared. He had all the moves in place. Now, the, the current Giants are a little bit different. They're prepared in a matchup kind of way. And the mm-hmm. other thing that I, I love about this team is that they work the count. Um, they, they're, they're not free swingers. Um, and they all have a, a, a mission when they get up to hit. They are the most uh, uh, ready-to-hit team I've ever seen, meaning that no matter how good that hitter is or how bad that hitter is, he goes up there with a strategy in mind. That's not a free-swinging strategy. You will not see this giant team swing randomly at pitches. Um, They will look for their count. I'm watching the game the last two days. When they get that 2-0 count, they're in their their zone. 2-1 count, they're in their zone. Now, they got to get to the 2-0 count. Now, historically, giant teams were a lot more free-swinging. They they would swing. Oh, you know, first pitch and stuff like that. This team doesn't, and it's pretty amazing. And that's why these matchups, all the matchups, like they're bringing up uh, uh, Ramos today, right? They're bringing them up. Why are they bringing them up today and not on the opening day lineup is because there were two right-handed starters going for the Marlins on game one and game two. Now there's a lefty going. So, hey, it's a good matchup for him. Let's bring him up. Yeah. Start, you know, so all those. I mean, little- it's like Ray's West. You know what I mean? It's a. And the Rays aren't a fantasy team either. So so I'm going with the Giants because I think also, I think they lost Kevin Gaussman, but I think that was a good loss. It wasn't worth the money. He wasn't, he kind of trailed off. The, you know, I love the guy. I think he's amazing. 
But I think Rondon, Cobb were two amazing pickups that that don't definitely you know, Rodon. I don't know about Cobb. I think Cobb will be just fine as a fourth or fifth starter, right? And that, yeah. And what you need for that fourth or fifth starter is innings, and what you need is you know just to 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 offset that. So the Giants' rotation is pretty strong. I think it and is. I, is it go I, Rodon, uh, Discalfani, Wood, Cobb? Webb was first. It's Webb, Rodon. Oh right, Webb, uh, Rodon, uh, Wood, Disco. and Cobb. Yeah, that's a solid rotation. Yeah. In fact, that's... that that's um well, let me if I could point you since we're talking rotation and we're yeah. talking payroll. The Giants have an estimated 2022 payroll of 162 million. The Padres have an estimated 2022 payroll of 209 million. The Dodgers have an estimated payroll of 286 million. So a, a 100 million more than the Giants, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the Dodgers, as we know, are just going to spend their way to the division. Um, and, you know, luxury tax be damned. The Dodgers are going to bring in those free agents that don't, nobody else uh, can can afford. Yeah. So, um, you know, the Dodgers can th- and throw money at holes in their roster if they need to bring in. A fr- I mean, they, I mean, the whole Trey Turner or the whole um, Trevor Bauer thing um, is a total clusterfuck yeah, yeah that's that's a whole other that's a whole podcast to itself on a different channel <laughs> yeah that's a separate episode that's so not anyway baseball anymore that's just um like but the padres the padres starting rotation is arguably better um than um any of the other two if you look at who we're putting out there you darvish right. shamanaya joe musgrove blake smell Blake Snell, and then it was supposed to be Clevenger. Right. But right now, it's Nick Martinez. And Clevenger will be back. It, it, his problem now is a knee, as I was listening today. So, so but Clevenger. So my number two is the Padres. I'm picking because going back to my original premise on this whole thing, I think the Padres' rotation is great. I think Bob Melvin is going to do fantastic with them. I think their hitting's a little off, and I don't think their approach is as good as the Giants. That's why I think no. the Giants are going to win. And but the Dodgers, I think, are going to be one of the biggest uh, disappointments of 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 a long time. I think that it's 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 just again too much straight across the board. Everyone picking them to go to the World Series mm-hmm. and and either losing to the Blue Jays or beating the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I saw, and when I looked at all the stuff and. I just I just know from past history that never works um, because baseball you have to play 162 games and I think here's the deal going back to the whole thing about interdivision I think the Giants and the Padres are gonna keep the Dodgers in a bit of check because each one of those games is going to be ratcheted up and huge but the Giants Padres games are big but they're not as big as those games when the Giants play the Dodgers or Padres play the Dodgers, right? We saw that last year. It was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, those Padres Giant Dodger games, I mean, Padre Dodger games in, in April and May were just absolutely nuts. Um, I know. And if they, the kept, just... if they, if the Padres had kept that up throughout the season, the Giants would have won the division a lot earlier. And, and because all it took was a couple extra wins or three wins from the Padres against the Dodgers 
when they got smoked at the end of the season because the Padres had lost it. But they really lost it. Yeah, and but that's a, that's another. I think Bob Melvin, you know, is 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 the best thing for that. But I really think the Dodgers, and I'm not saying they're going to collapse because I think these three teams are going to win a lot of games. But I really think they're going to struggle. I think I think the Dodgers are going to be hammered by a lot of teams around the league every time they show up, wherever they play. So even like a team like the Pirates, the Marlins, uh, whoever is really going to get up for that those games. Um, yeah, of course. And and more so than if they're going to play the Giants because the Giants. Well, yeah. The Giants have been kind of like, oh, they won 107 games, but oh, it was people a still think fluke it's a fluke or yeah. whatever. It's not, you know, it's not real. They can't do it again. Blah blah blah. And maybe they can't, but I do think they're not gonna. Every every pitch is important for the Giants. I don't think every pitch is important from the Dodger standpoint. I don't think they look at it that way. I think they have a bigger like, oh, we're the Dodgers, we're gonna do well. Hello, Connor Joe. Um, <laughs> And if so, you had watched, though, if you had watched the Dodgers preseason behind the scenes spring training documentary, yeah, you would see just the embarrassment of riches that the Dodgers have on the hitting side and the fielding. Um, they were already division favorites before they brought in Freeman. I know, um, but but th- that doesn't solve their bullpen, and it doesn't solve not having I, I, them not signing Jansen was. Their the, bullpen is fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. And it's not going to be fine. They got it, Craig Kimbrell. It, yeah, exactly. Three years removed from being good. He's not, he's not, I mean, he got bounced from what the Cubs to the White Sox last year. I mean, White Sox didn't move anywhere. They didn't get anywhere. I think the, um, if you tell me that the Dodgers are going to have like a lot of like late inning losses because of their bullpen, then I'll be interested to see it. And that will, will make. Will, I mean, we saw that, last night. I guess that will happen. That will happen because they don't. They don't not have a rock. Uh, Trinan is not a rock. That guy is. He's got all kinds of issues. Yeah. Um, Kimbrel has store and whatnot. The guy does not do well when he's brought into pressure situations. Hello, Red Sox. Um, you know he's so. So who who do they have that's that's rock steady? Jansen. I mean. I'm not I'm not a fan, but the guy, the guy, if you look at his stats, amazing over the last yeah. I mean, how many years? Eight years? I mean, it's un, un unprecedented for a reliever to do that well for so long. And I know the Dodgers were betting on blah blah blah. But the Dodgers, unfortunately, or fortunately, they make bad bets. And they do. And, and they and they have, I, I'm sorry to say this, they have some of the worst management on, on many levels. Um, and I'm not just talking about like player management, I'm talking about like ballpark management. And they they just they're they're and it's a lot of it stems from arrogance. And um <laughs> and Dave Roberts stating on some radio program that he's gonna win the World Series. You cannot get, you cannot get more arrogant from that. They are arrogant, that. but they they deserve to be arrogant because they're really good. Well, but they have to prove it again and again. And they and the only time they won the World Series and won it all was in the sh- in the strike shortened season. Granted, everyone had the same chance, whatever. But I tell I'm telling you right now, and I still I still stand behind it. If the Giants somehow hadn't lost a walk off win at home against the Padres, <laughs> which was true, if they hadn't lost that walk off eighth inning win that the Padres did. I know they know the game you're talking about. Yeah. If they hadn't lost that game, they would have been in the in the 
in the playoffs. And I think that they would have beat the Dodgers in that three game series, but they could have, you're right. They, uh, so, so I'm just saying that that team is, is proven time and time again, that they fail at the highest levels and they get there and they're whatever. But I'm just saying that I'm, I'm not so, I'm not so gung ho. And then Rockies will finish fourth, I think. And then uh, D backs will be fifth. Although I do think both those teams, and again, going back to my whole, spiel on this whole thing i think both those teams will be way more competitive against the top three this year so uh i think you'll see kind of a scrunching of the the distance between yeah. all the teams um which means that the the win total will be less uh but i still think that you know the giants and padres actually are going to be in the high 90s and i think the dodgers will win like 90 four games or something. I don't, I just, I see them. Yeah. I just, I just see this too much pressure and nothing against Freddie Freeman, who I actually, I actually, I like Freddie Freeman. I sent you that link to that thing when he did with that player for the Rockies the other day, um, where the guy's father had just passed away and he got his first hit since his father. And then mm. he's kind of emotional at first base and yeah, Freddie, Freddie Freeman gave him a hug and it was like, or, you know, shoulder and talk to him. And so I like Freddie Freeman. I just think that anytime you've got a team that is like, oh yeah, this is the best hitting team. Hitting does not win baseball games. Hitting is not how you win, how you dominate in baseball. You dominate with pitching and defense. And I don't, I think that the Padres and the Giants actually have better they might not have the, the Padres, Padres defense have, is great right now. Yeah, and I th- and I think the Giants defense will will get better. They've had a little rough start here, but I, I think that overall, I think that those two, you know you can spend all that money on those Dodgers, and those are all great players and all that. But baseball is one of the few sports that you know, unlike football or or, or basketball, especially, you can have those great players, but you still have to have a great team and you have to have a great approach. And right. I really think the Dodgers are going to not have a great approach. I think the pressure is too much. And I don't know. And I think they they're looking pretty relaxed, according I, to the documentary I watched. Yeah, well, that was <laughs> that was made by the Dodgers. <laughs> Just teasing. I know. All right. So, what are your but, wild card teams? Because I got to wrap this up. All right. Well, I think. This, what are your NL wild card teams? My NL wild card teams are going to be the Padres, the Dodgers. And the Cardinals. Padres, Dodgers, Cardinals. So the Phillies yeah. miss out again. Yeah. Okay. And the Braves don't get in either. Um, I think my wild card teams will be the Phillies, um, the Dodgers, and the Giants. Yeah, so we're kind of on. Same. I'm giving the Phillies a chance. I think they've... Yeah, I mean, I, I can't. And who's gonna who's gonna win the NL? Uh, you got to go Brown. You got to go Brown. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mustard. Um, you got to go mustard. I wasn't prepared to make this pick. Yeah, it's a tough um, one. I, I'll give it to the Cardinals. Whoa. Okay. Um, I think they they're a great playoff team. They've got the history thing behind them. Um, they've got you know the big three from. Hi- from historical times. So I think the Cardinals take the NL. I'm going with the Giants. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's but so I, funny how we but, talk we talk about um as a diehard giants fan you yeah. know when we talk about all the other teams you're like you know pittsburgh's a historic team and i like this and and miami i like the the manager and then when we start talking about the dodgers you're such a giants fan that you're like bad management bad stadium <laughs> bad, bad upper management like bad parking an, what about your parking lot you you have <laughs> I, the one thing you learned from last year is not to park in that upper level right oh i couldn't get out for like 45 minutes <laughs> no longer than that I, I don't think you can move for 45 minutes but i think get out i love like it hours. you're wearing you're wearing your your giant's pride on your sleeve and <laughs> that that leads to like a deep-seated hatred of the dodgers and i love it and i'm here for it but no, I, it's yeah I don't you, always agree with it, but anyway. No, but you agree that the Dodgers are not going to win the NL West. Yeah, I, don't, I think they're going to, you know, limp into the playoffs. They don't have any starting pitching. Exactly. That's my. They they really. I mean, they really. It, it's 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 really the whole. I I I personally think it's the bullpen that's going to really hurt them. Um and and then of course, of course let's just throw this out there for overall in this big blanket statement for baseball. Um, April and May is all about who's still standing pitching at the end of May, right? Like, because we know with the short spring, this could bring a lot of problems with pitchers. Um, I, I do think, uh, you know, so I think that's an issue. I, I'm interested in you and to take a look at this over the next couple of weeks, uh, because you have a passion for, for winter league ball and stuff. Mm -hmm. I, re I really want, if you have a chance to, to look at the players who you kind of watched in the Dominican league, yeah, and how they're doing in the first two months, play, position players and pitchers, because those guys, I think, are heads and tails ahead of some other players. Who well, yeah, Robinson Cano played so well in the yeah, Dominican he, Winter League that he's actually forced his way back into the conversation with the Mets. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, so I, I, I and I think this year of all the years that that comes into play so i really and, and 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 this is a good way to bring that part of your expertise into the conversation because i really think that's a uh, an important factor into how we're going to see the first two months play out yeah. i think especially some pitchers who had who pitched in the winter league ball i don't know if the guy who pitched for the um for the marlins yesterday that guy was dealing as well i mean and rodan who i was at the game and Rodon had this for everyone out there, 12 strikeouts and in five innings of work. That's only three outs that are not know, strikeouts. That's insane. But at the end of the game, the Marlins also had like 14 strikeouts. That umpire is a really pitcher friendly umpire, but, um, but he was consistent. So you got to give him that much, but um, anyway, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And I really think injuries, I think, playing in winter ball, all these kind of things will factor into who, who gets up and running and gets the mm -hmm. quick start out of the blocks. Um, gotcha. Uh, because I, I mean, I, the team that I, I, I'm really sad about uh, from them and I'm, I'm not a fan, a big fan, but the Oakland A's, they, in this, this schedule that got fostered post lockout, they play their first nine games on the road in the East <laughs> and they play the Phillies, the, the um they play the Phillies, the Rays, and mm. and some other good team. Uh, let me look it up here. I just want to make sure I'm saying this right. And I get the feeling that they may have their opening day and they might already be 0 and 9. You know, it's I mean they started out poorly last year too. Yeah, they oh, oh excuse me. They play 
Philadelphia this weekend, which they, they've already lost two. They've got four games in Tampa Bay. Then they got three games in Toronto. <laughs> and then they come home to opening day uh, against the Orioles. Brutal, man. Thankfully uh, for them. So that is brutal. That's the most brutal. And I, I just thought I, it's kind of heartbreaking because if you are an ace fan, uh, I mean, come on. That's just, it's this season's going to be tough enough, but that's just, that's just insane. I mean, that's just, so hopefully they can do better than 0 and 9, but, um, uh, but I could see that happening because those are three powerhouse teams that they're going up against. Uh, although I have to say, hey, it's great to see the athletics open the season in Philadelphia where they're from. I'm a history, baseball history fan. So I think that's pretty cool. Although Katze didn't wear a suit. That's what I wanted him to wear. I wanted him to wear a suit like Connie Mack. <laughs> he didn't do it. Anyway. That would so be I'm, cool. They should bring that back. Now, just, just on the side note, I mean, you, what a great, I mean, the last 72 hours, amazing. Baseball's yeah. back. We're having a Baseball's good time. Baseball's back. Yeah. Me and you are talking about baseball and people texting each other clips and highlights yeah i I was i've I've got two games under my belt already yeah i'm gonna go to the angels tomorrow then i'm gonna go to the dodger or then i'm gonna go to the padres with my dad oh nice. and then i'm going to the dodgers with my brother so so i'm I'm gonna gonna hit all tomorrow night oh nice they're coming to town i'm super excited love it yeah no exactly so that's cool and then you'll get your your fair share of Dodger games in. And I, 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 I've got, I, I was lucky. They, um, they had $5 tickets for giants games. And I, I bought up like eight games over the next two months. You're out of control. I love it. So it was, it was awesome. And well, you do you, I'll do me. Yeah. And we'll check back in, uh, in a week or two to see how our predictions are taking shape yeah. and the early, the early narratives that are in the, in the, uh, baseball season. So, well, um, thank you please, for your, what? Please. Uh, so please, I request do the homework on the winter league players of how they've played. I really want, I think that next time we talk, we should discuss that. Cause I think that'd be a lot of fun and, okay. and really, really curious to see what that is. And we can talk before we get there, but okay, I'll put a, uh, I'll put a reminder to myself. How about yeah, that? No, please, please do. Got to file my taxes, but then I'll, then yeah. I'll do it. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on that note, yeah. thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. And um, to me or good luck fans. to your Giants. <laughs> good luck to your Padres. I yeah. think we have a common enemy. We're kind of like we're like grandchildren and grandparents. Like right, we both root for the Yankees and we both root against the Dodgers. For exactly. The most part. And we, well, and we got our team, our favorite, our hometown teams play the Dodgers 19 games. Exactly. Which, so. All right, go Reds. Good times. Go Pirates. (laughs) Talk to you later. Twins. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye, Kev. Bye-bye. That's so baseball.